To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We're Jane, Teresa, and Patty, three Disney fangirls who probably know more about Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. Totally. Absolutely. (laughs) My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino and on Instagram at Insightful Life. My name is Jane, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Real Mousewife WDW. Hey, y'all, I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. Uh, you can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. Look, we know you have a choice in your Disney podcasts, and we are glad that you decided to listen to ours. And please go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. And if you're listening on a platform that allows it, make sure you go ahead and leave a five-star review. All right. So, guys, I should be packing things up right now to get on a plane to go to Walt Disney World for a Run Disney race, but I'm not. So we're going to do the next best thing. Is it going to be talking about packing for a Run Disney race? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) How did I know? (laughs) We're going to talk a little bit about Run Disney, how you can get to your first race, why you might want to, hey, why you might not want to, Um, and at least, at the very least, we're going to talk about how you can avoid the races if you're planning a trip and you have no interest in all of these shenanigans. So there's a little something for everyone here, even if you're not a runner. And this is going to be another episode of me having hashtag all the questions because I am not a runner. I did the one run Disney race that wasn't really about racing. (laughs) So for the people who really get into races, I just want to hear why you guys love these weekends so much and how you plan for it or how people should be planning around it. Well, then you definitely came to the right podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you aren't familiar with Run Disney, uh, this is a race series that is put on at the Walt Disney World Resort. And it's like, it's like nothing else you've ever seen. (laughs) It isn't. Um, There are 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons. There's a marathon distance, one of the race weekends. So there is something for everybody to choose from all times of the year. And there's kids' races as well. Uh, There's a variety of of races if you've got little ones that you want to run. I I personally think those are like the worst things in the entire world to put your family (laughs) through. So I don't advocate for those. Uh, I have my reasons why. But it's just a lot of chaos, guys. It's a lot of chaos. But uh, but anyway, there's there is something for everyone. <laughs> well, and speaking of chaos, I mean, I know I've seen reference to challenges where if you do you do a number of races in a weekend, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're called Dopey and Goofy, and then there's some other challenges on different race weekends. And Jane over there is one of those Dopey people. I am. It's true. Two times. <laughs> Yeah, and she's she, not so, not just one time dopey. She's dopey enough to do it twice. Okay, and so which which is that? Which is dopey? That means that I was dumb enough <laughs> <laughs> to spend four days in a row getting out of bed super early to run races. So I ran the five k, the ten k, the half marathon, and the full marathon, which makes a full dopey. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Right? It's perfectly named. <laughs> it, it is. It is. And if you do the goofy challenge, that's uh, if you're goofy enough, you will get up and you'll do the half marathon on one day and the full marathon the next day and earn that sweet, sweet, goofy bling, which I, goofy was the original challenge, right? After that, all the other race weekends kind of were like, oh, well, we want some of that. We want to do that, too. And so next thing you know, I think Princess had a challenge next, and then eventually Wine and Dine had a challenge, and then when they started up with the Star Wars races, they had challenges. So there are challenges at all of these race weekends, if that is your thing. Well, isn't there one with the cruise line, too? Yep. 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 We've done that. We've done that. Yeah, Jane and I actually went on a cruise after uh, one of your dopies. Wasn't it after your one of your dopies that we went on that cruise? I actually only did only right. Yeah, Disney is the only place where you can say I only ran a half marathon. 
that weekend, but uh, I okay. chose to focus on the half marathon that weekend. There you go. That's 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 the PC way of saying it. All right. Well, Princess Half Marathon is kicking off like now. Uh, when this airs, uh, people are going to be flying out to Disney World. They're checking to their hotel rooms. They're grabbing their magic bands. They're heading to the parks. And uh, guys, for the first time since 2011, womp womp, I will not be there. I'm a little sad about this. I know total first world problems and all of that, but uh, Mom Life called and I can't go. But here's one of the big things you have to know about these Run Disney races. When you register, your bib is non-refundable, non-transferable. Basically, you eat the cost of that bib in most cases. And uh, that's that's one big negative about the Run Disney scene that you have to know up front because you also register like a year in advance. So you got to know that up front too. Hmm. That's crazy because you usually come to all of these. I do. I do. And uh, Run Disney is, you know, I don't know, guys, it's, it sounds super cheesy, but this is why I like to talk about it so much is it has been like the thread through my life since I discovered it for myself. I mean, obviously, I didn't discover Run Disney, but since 2011, <laughs> actually, I guess it was 2010 when my friend first told me about this race, I have been low-key obsessed with the whole Run Disney culture. <laughs> uh, and that turned into a, a, a Run Disney blog site. Uh, my Instagram pretty much is all Run Disney or, or Disney-focused. I became a travel agent and then eventually opened my own travel agency with the No Guilt Travel uh, Agency. And it's all been driven by this love of Run Disney. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it, it, drives, it drives a lot of my Disney-ness. I mean, Jane, Jane, you and I were friends because of Run Disney. How great it's is that? True. It's true. You know, there are some times when I look back and I look back at Run Disney and how my life changed with Run Disney. And there are days when I'm like, I wish I didn't know all the things and all the ins and all the outs. You know, it's that double-edged sword. It's like, I want to know all the secrets, but I don't want to know all the secrets. So some days I'm like, I wish I knew less about Run Disney and I wish I wasn't as involved in Run Disney. But then I say, I have so many people in my life that came into my life because of Run Disney. And you just don't get that same kind of camaraderie running in other places. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I can trace back, you know, to a lot of big moments in my life and a lot of people that came into my life and some that have, that have, that have gone out of my life. But a lot of it was run Disney focused. And that is, again, something that I've never experienced with any other races, uh, you know, out there. So it's, it's not a cult. It's really not. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a culture. And I think it's, it's something that, if you allow yourself uh, to embrace it, you can find some really great positives in the Ren Disney culture. Now, that being said, there are some some dark, seedy sides to Ren Disney, and there's some some things that we don't love about it. And what we're going to freely talk about those because this is not a you know, Ren Disney is the best thing in the entire world uh, podcast. We will admit it's not, <laughs> but there's a lot of great stuff that comes with this this product uh and and uh you know teresa like you did that one race um yes. but you still you, you when we were talking off the air about doing this podcast uh episode you said that you still like to go down during the race weekends why is that yes yeah, so i did the expedition everest 5k the last year that they had it because it overlapped with the 25th anniversary of hollywood studios and i joke like i it's very generous about calling it a race because it's part obstacle course and part scavenger hunt. <laughs> so that's right up my alley. Totally. <laughs> um, but no, I love going race weekends. Wine and Dine happens to fall around my birthday every year. So I go down to Walt Disney World that weekend because it's almost like Disney is throwing me a massive birthday party that everyone's flying in for. <laughs> um, but so along with that, I've done, I've been for marathon weekend as well, because uh, one of my best friends, Chrissy, she runs a lot of the marathons. She's done a lot of the races in the past. So I went to go cheer her on. So I was on the buses at 
4 or 5 a.m. Because then they you go to Epcot and then you can take the monorail over to Magic Kingdom and cheer the runners on as they're running down Main Street with the the lights are still up on the castle from Christmas. Um, it was great. I loved, you know, I got to, I couldn't see her in that part of the race because it's pretty early on and it's really crowded um, the first couple miles of the race. But so later on, I kind of tracked where she was because you can track people. Um, they'll send you updates on your cell phone. So I figured out when she was going to be running through streets of America to date how long ago this was. <laughs> um, but so I was able to kind of find her when she made it to the streets of America part towards the end of the race. So then we actually got a chance to see each other. And, you know, if there's something running, I'm not a runner, but I can appreciate you know, how significant these races are to people and doing these distances. So I really enjoyed getting to cheer her on for that. Yeah, well, I'm impressed because uh, Chrissy's fast. So for you to get from Main Street and then haul your booty all the way to Hollywood Studios and find her there is pretty impressive on your part. So yes, I did not stop moving that day. Like it wasn't (laughs) not not a marathon, but I was I was going it was I was on my own mission. (laughs) So it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually hung up my long distance running and I prefer now to cheer on the marathon weekend in particular. I love cheering on the marathons and I don't think people understand how how much work it is it's definitely not the same work as doing 26.2 miles I am not trying to you know say that at all but you do you move a lot you have to navigate the crowds you have to navigate the traffic well and the transportation is different because Mm -hmm. of some of the road closures so yeah so I was with a group of people and we had to really figure out like okay so how how are we going to get to the other parks (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's a whole. It's a whole thing. It's a whole process. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Run Disney. So first, let's start kind of from the beginning. I wanted to throw this out there. If anybody is looking for basically a Run Disney one hundred and one type podcast, something that's going to explain all the ins and outs to Run Disney. That is not this podcast. <laughs> uh, we're just kind of talking about it in general terms here. However, I got you. I got you. If you go to the No Guilt Fangirls podcast, I will also include a link in show notes for you to get to it. There is a, I think it's like a four-part series or a intro plus a three-part series to Ren Disney 101 that I put together. And I think think that's a really great place to start with and start listening to. And if you have any questions after that, obviously come find me, let me know. Happy to help out in any way, shape or form I can. So, all right. What questions do you have, Teresa, specifically about Run Disney since you don't, you're, you're kind of pretending to be the listener out there for us and you're playing the role of interviewer. What, what you got for us? Yes. And so I know things here and there from basically what I witness on the internet, which is always so accurate. Um, <laughs> but so the one thing I know registration, and I don't know if it's still like this, but I remember a couple years, you know, seeing races, well, they'll sell out really quickly, like the day that they become available and Twitter becoming really dramatic about it, because imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but so I guess walk through what currently, what is the what is the registration situation like? So the registration process has calmed down a bit from years past, but <laughs> registration has a couple of different time periods. They've recently they've been doing early registration for annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club. So you get a short window right before general registration opens. And you can potentially register ahead of everybody else. And that way you're not trying to beat the masses to get registered. Registration opens to the general public at 10 a.m. on whatever day they choose. They will publish it on rundisney.com. You can find it on Patty's blog at noguiltdisney.com. There will also be a million posts in every Facebook group under the sun (laughs) about registration well and so patty you had mentioned earlier so i mean is is it actually a year like in advance so like right after we've got the race weekend coming up so is next year's gonna open shortly or almost (laughs) if you know the right person hint hint um yes we can (laughs) register you a year in advance all right so uh like jane was saying there are multiple ways to register the the most popular the the way that 
probably 98% of the Run Disney population registers, is through rundisney.com. They go to the website on the date and they register for their race. So for example, Wine and Dine, Half Marathon Weekend, the race itself is not until November, but your registration uh, opens on March 10th with, with the annual pass, the DVC folks, being able to register, I think it's the Thursday before, so a couple of days before in advance. A couple of things to note on those registrations, that early registration for the AP and the DVC folks, that can sometimes sell out very quickly, but don't panic. It's a very small amount of bibs that they pull for early registration for those folks. So if you're an AP holder or a DVC person and you get frozen out and you think, oh my gosh, that's it, I'm never gonna get in, you know, when general public is also trying to get in, that's not necessarily true. There's a lot more available during the general public registration. Uh, However, if you wanna avoid all of that nonsense, Ren Disney actually has been allowing travel agents to package a bib plus a two night stay on property that that's it that's all that's required is a disney resort we can't do like shades of green we can't do swan and dolphin but um you know all the 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 regular disney properties pop century boardwalk beach club animal kingdom french quarter like you know all of those resorts if you plan on staying at any of the one of the typical walt disney world resorts for two nights we can go ahead and package your bib and a two-night minimum stay and get you registered a year in advance. So for example, when Wine and Dine was happening this past November, I was registering runners while they were picking up their bibs at the expo. <laughs> I have a handful of runners who are committed to that race and they were emailing me their your credit card information and being like, yep, book me, book me, I'm here, but I'm coming back next year. They already know it, they were all in. Um, if that sounds like something that you're interested in, Each race weekend, that's when the window opens up for a travel agency to be able to book your race bibs. And all you need to do is pay for the bib and pay for a $200 deposit and we can get you booked. The the reminder is though, our bibs are all the same in the sense that no deferrals and there's no transfers. So when you pay that money, you've paid that money. But that's exactly how it's treated on rendisney.com. So, you know, uh, if you look at it either way, that's that's how it works. So if you need a hotel room, which again, most people that are coming to these races are making a vacation or are making a trip out of it, and you have a travel agent that you love, or you're looking for a travel agent to fall in love with. Uh, <laughs> we I know, know a great one. We do, we do. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we definitely can, can help you out there. And I will say this, if you are searching for a travel agent, try to find someone that does is familiar with the Ren Disney product because it is a little weird. It's got some specifics to it that you're going to want to ask questions about. And uh, particularly if you are like a longtime person who's done Disney a whole lot before and all of a sudden you want to go ahead and try booking with the TA, it's going to blow your mind because it's a little weird. Okay. And I'm just going to say that up front, but it works and it's, and it's seamless. And I promise I've never stranded a runner. (laughs) We've never had a problem, (laughs) Um, but it is, it is weird. So when you are interviewing a travel agent, just make sure you find somebody who, who knows a little bit about the Run Disney weekends and the products so that you can get the most benefit and the most help that you can from there. One other thing I will say about registration before we move on is another reason you might want to book with Run Disney, uh, with a travel agent who has some Run Disney experience is because our packages are going to save you a little bit of money. We don't have to charge you the 6.6% registration fee that rendisney.com is going to charge you. So everyone likes to save money, right? It's the same exact bib. <laughs> we're just <laughs> we're getting you registered early and we're saving you money. Like where's the fail here? Like this is just win 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 all around people. Um the other point important thing to note is people always ask about uh discounts. You know, if discounts come out later, can you apply those to my package? Yes, if your package is eligible for a discount, we can apply that as long as it's available. That's also, you know, one of the things is I'm going to be the one sitting on the phone at six o'clock in the morning trying to get your package changed over. You don't have to. So there's another reason why you might want to use a travel agent. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I always say if 
if you're going to book the two room two nights anyway, there's no reason not to use a travel. I honestly don't have a lot of negatives to give anybody for using a travel agent um, because I can do as much or as little for you as you want. If you are somebody who's like, but I like to plan all my trips. Cool. Do it. Like, I don't have to do that. <laughs> I, right, exactly. I, I, That's less work for me. Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah, no, no, honestly, honestly, I, I definitely do not have to control your trip at all in any way except for making payments or making changes. I, You do have to go through me to do that. Um, but again... That's the key to finding like the best travel agent that you're going to going to find out there is somebody who is responsive, who is paying attention, who can answer you quickly. All of those things are super important if if that's important to you. Like if you're low key and you're not stressed about any of this, uh, then you're going to probably be able to work with pretty much any travel agent out there. Right. But if you are somebody and I, I hate to generalize, but sometimes run Disney folks, we get a little high key. We get a little stressy about things. Um, I would just say, make sure you find somebody that you feel is responsive to your needs uh, before you give them your money. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's that. But yeah, I, I agree, Jane. I don't think that there's, I can't come up with any huge negatives not to if you were already booking a package anyway. You get in early. You don't have to worry about this race selling out. Um, Teresa, you mentioned that, and Jane also touched on it. These races used to sell out super stupid fast. Like, it was it, it was crazy. Jane, do you remember that? How we would all be, like, hovering with our finger on the button to hit go? And I used to block myself out on my calendar at yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the years, I actually had both both of the assistants on my team registering other people. Yeah. <laughs> it was like everybody, all hands on deck, Tuesday at 2 o'clock, at 12 o'clock, we yes. have some run Disney business to take care of. Yes. No, that that's how it that's how it was. We're, and we're talking like 2013, 2014-ish time frame. So it's been yeah. a few years since it was like that. But for a while, it really did. Things sold out rather quickly. And, uh, and it was pretty... Pretty depressing and pretty pretty soul crushing. Nowadays, Run Disney changed their system completely, and it's it's for the better. They we no longer go through a third party. It doesn't go through Active.com like it used to, and I think that helped. Um, in addition, there's kind of like this I don't know waiting room queue thing that you go into. You know how Disney likes their queues, right? So you sit in the queue for a little bit. Um, you don't get just get an error message anymore, or that you can't get in. They let you know. You're in line and there's a little runner person going across the screen. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Um, until you can register. That does happen. And depending on the race and depending on which race level you're looking for will also depend on how likely a sellout is going to affect you if you're trying to go through rentdisney.com. Uh, general rule of thumb right now is the shorter races. The 5Ks and the 10Ks, those tend to sell out quickly. The other races, you usually got a couple of months on. Usually. Not always. Wine and Dine sold out really fast last year. The entire week. Wine and Dine Wine and Dine seems to be pretty consistent on selling out. It is. It quickly. is Yeah, it is still probably the fastest selling race weekend because it's Teresa's birthday and everybody exactly. wants to Exactly. Everybody wants to celebrate with me. <laughs> I cannot blame to do you. With the fact that it's an incredible value compared to all their other race weekends. Why, why do you say it has a has a better value? Why why would you why would you say that for the people at home who don't know? Like me. <laughs> so, with Wine and Dine race weekend, the half marathon and they do a challenge which is the 10k plus the half marathon. Those races are priced the same as if you did a half marathon, let's say Princess weekend or Star Wars weekend and the challenge is the same as well. But with Wine and Dine, the runners get an after party at Epcot that is after hours. It's just for the runners. You can go and they keep the booths open and world showcase and you can go around and try the foods. Obviously, you have to pay for your own food. That is not included. But they also give you, I think it's a $15 gift card now that comes with your registration. So when you look at the fact that you're getting a private after party that is really never offered during wine and dine, like an after hours private party. So you get that. 
special, unique private party, plus you're getting the gift card, you don't get that on any other race weekend. So as much as I will come out and say wine and dine is not my favorite weekend, but it's an incredible value when you look at all the other weekends that Disney has to offer. Yeah. There- and now that I've said that, Disney will take it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the only thing I will say is I think actually the races are a tiny bit more expensive on Wine and Dine Race Weekend. But still, if you're factoring in a ticket, essentially an after 4 p.m. A- ticket into Epcot, you're coming out way ahead. You're coming out way ahead. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. Um, the other thing to note for Wine and Dine, anybody who's interested in this and has it on their calendar, it is happening in November. Uh, I believe it's the November 5th through the 8th this year. And they have already kind of released a hint, hint that it's going to be Disney villains. If you know anything about Disney runners, we like our villains. We like them a whole lot. And I am predicting that this race weekend is going to sell very quickly. So you are definitely going to want to be paying attention and trying to hop on immediately when this race goes on sale. If you want those details, I'll put them in show notes because I do have the dates there for you. Uh, one other, I swear this is the last time I'm going to like plug myself, but I'm going to put, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to put this in here. Okay. I got to tell you guys there's, this awesome little Disney run Disney secret you guys need to know about. When a race sells out online, guess who still has bibs? Who? I missed my cue. <laughs> you did miss your cue. <laughs> I, I set that up for you and nobody got it. Thank you, Teresa. Uh, me, me. I have bibs. I have bibs. Um, travel agents still have a, uh, a, a an allotment of bibs that run Disney sets aside for us to sell as packages. Now, eventually those do sell out. But to give you an example, last year, I want to say that the wine and dine race weekend online rendisney.com version bibs, like all of those sold out within the first month of the race going on sale. And I was able to still book runners through the middle of October. I still had access to bibs all the way up until like the almost the end of when they finally cut us off and they said we can not sell any more bibs. I could still get you bibs. So that's something also to keep in mind. If you want to do it your own way and you're and you're more comfortable with that, I totally get that. However, if this is just something you don't want to miss and you're thinking, ah, it's sold out, I'm out of luck. Not necessarily. Find your favorite travel agent. Uh, find your favorite travel agency, noguilttravel.com, and uh, <laughs> hit hit us up because we can we can probably get you set up. Okay, so that's my last thing I'm going to say about that because wine and dine. I will be anxiously watching it to see how quickly this sells out. I just have this feeling that with the villains, plus it being wine and dine, like it's just set up for a sellout, in my opinion. I I hope not. <laughs> you hope not. Why not? Because the less people that register, then then the less crowded things are. <laughs> well, I was, don't work that way. <laughs> I was going to make this point. It's, you know, for anybody else who is like me, means that Wine and Dine is a weekend. I know I'm going to be there, but not doing the race. You should, even if you're not a runner, you should still be aware of when the race schedules are happening. Because, number one, if you are trying to book hotels, you might find less availability at some of them because people are planning these trips so far in advance. Um, but it's also worth knowing because it does have an impact on, I guess, the crowd levels and the transportation during race times. It, it does impact if you are a non-runner on a race weekend, but on the flip side... The best part about being a non-runner on a race weekend is that runners go to bed at like six o'clock. <laughs> and sometimes they miss Elton John. Oh, uh, right. right. Sometimes they do. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, go back to our last memorable moments. Uh, but yeah, runners go to go to bed really early. We have to eat. These races start stupid early, although I'd like them earlier. And for that, if you are a non-runner, it's great. You go to Magic Kingdom, no one's there. <laughs> no, get on everything. No, that's a that's actually a really good point. Is it's going to feel crowded during the day, and as soon as the races are over, it's going to be crazy. But that's a really good point. If you can hold out. <laughs> past past dinner time and uh plan your trips then you're gonna you're gonna find a a beautiful beautiful half empty park because we're all in bed (laughs) 
as we should be. And for the mornings, what I would always do is I would take, that'd be my opportunity to enjoy the hotel one of the days. Um, so the year that Chrissy and I, I forget which race I was there for her, but so we did, um, we did resort hopping. So like each night we were staying in a different resort. Uh, but so I got to experience, you know, Wilderness Lodge and she and her sister were running to do stuff for the race. I'm like, I'm just going to hang out here for a little bit. I think we were in the Polynesian one night and same thing. So I got to, I got to spend that time, um, you know, I made dining reservations for the morning for the hotels. I got to enjoy the pools a little bit. So if you are there on a race weekend and you, it seems like the park might be crowded earlier in the day or middle of the day, like just enjoy your resort a little bit. Every resort has something special there. And it's, you know, if you're not going to have fun in the crowds or waiting in lines because you should not be waiting in lines. Right, Jane? Nope. Stay Disney and don't you stand by. Um, but yeah, so look at it as an opportunity to do something outside of a park that you wouldn't typically do. Yeah, that's definitely a good point for for someone who's who's not a runner. Uh, I I actually wouldn't tell people to avoid it. I would just tell them to be aware that uh, that these events are happening and it's going to impact your transportation, particularly early in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And then it's also going to be something that you want to. Um, like I said, just be aware. And I don't know if you can be cognizant and remember that some of us are going to bed early. So when you're walking past <laughs> hallways or past <laughs> hotel rooms at 10 o'clock at night with your kids, if you can, you know, just keep them a little quieter, <laughs> that's always appreciated. <laughs> uh, but when is when, when are these races scheduled? Jane, do you have the calendar? Uh, coming up in April is the Star Wars Rival Run Weekend. That goes from April 16th to the 19th. Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend is November 5th to the 8th. And then Marathon Weekend is January 6th to the 10th of 2021. Of course, I didn't mention Princess, which is this coming weekend. And it will roughly fall around the same weekend next year. Yeah, it's usually the weekend after uh, President's Day. So President's Day is on Monday. The following weekend is when uh, Princess typically happens. So question, who who do you think Ren Disney is for, Jane? What's what? Who can run Ren Disney? So really, Ren Disney is for everyone. It's for all levels. You can have... As, as you said before, Patty, kids, little kids can come. They do a diaper dash where the little kids like crawl on the ground in their diapers, which is cute if you like small people in diapers. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's our quote of the episode. <laughs> or if you have a small person in a diaper, I mean, I can find, see how that would be entertaining for you. Um, but it is for all ages and it is for all levels. So there are, I have seen beginners. I have seen, you know, women and men in their sixties and seventies doing their first races ever. They'll do five K's or 10 K's and walkers can do it. As long as you can maintain the speed, walkers can participate. These races are, for uh, literally everyone the marathon itself is a boston marathon qualifying course so even the fastest of the fast people can run at these races and so if you can challenge yourself as much or as little as you want to because everyone's going to go that same distance anyway so really it's for everybody everybody who's willing to put the time in training and try come on down yeah, I agree. I think it's, I think, uh, I mean, I know I wouldn't have stuck with running as long as I did if it wasn't for Run Disney. I definitely would have never gone past a 10K if it wasn't for Run Disney. I am somebody who needs distraction and entertainment on the course, which is why I love running through theme parks. <laughs> I, I love, Agreed. I love seeing the characters. I love knowing that. If I just run this half mile, I'll get to the next character. I mean, that's sometimes that's what it takes is push yourself for half a mile and you'll get to stand in line to see Dopey. Okay, you know, (laughs) and I will run for characters. Uh, Plus, you know, just there's something very 
cool about being in the parks before they are open to the general public and experiencing that atmosphere that, you know, how you don't get that in any other way, shape or form unless you are running through it. And I get goosebumps every time I think about, you know, the, the, the corner that you turn in on the half marathon as you get to Main Street or in, in the marathon when you turn into and you, you're running down Main Street. It's packed with friends and family and cast members and people losing their minds for you as you are running down Main Street. And it's the coolest thing ever. Like, it's just so cool. It's so cool. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree that it's for all ages, shapes, sizes. I don't think that there is a specific person uh, that Ren Disney has in mind when they are, you know, they, they have these races for everybody. Everybody. Now, who is it not for, though? Who would you who would you say would hate these races? Because I have somebody in mind. I, ha- I have people in mind that I think that I would not suggest they do a Ren Disney race. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say that you go ahead and say who you're talking about, because no matter how I say this, it's going to come out in a way that's going to need to be edited. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not sure I'm going to do it that much better. but, but but, But what I would say, what I would say to this is if you are somebody who you cannot stand a crowded course. You cannot, these courses are crowded. It doesn't matter if you're in the front. It doesn't matter if you're in the back. It definitely, if you are in the middle, (laughs) you, there will be moments where you can't run. You can't do what you are used to doing because of the nature of the run Disney beast that it is. That is again, one of those negatives that you can look at it as that it's a, they're huge races. They are huge races. And that's a lot of people trying to get to the same place and not always at the same pace. Right. And so there can be a lot of frustration. So that's my, that's my person that I have in mind who is somebody who is strictly focused on racing for time and they can't be patient or they can't accept that may or may not happen in a Ren Disney race. I think it can happen. I absolutely think, I, I know for a fact, I know people that BQ'd at Walt Disney World Marathon. I know people that have PR'd left and right at these races. So it's not, I'm not saying that that can't happen or you can't be that kind of runner, but I am saying the majority of us are going to have a lot of frustration on the course just because there's so many people. And so that's what I would say is that... If you think you want to do this, make sure you go in knowing the full scope of what to expect. Uh, Maybe join a Facebook group or two and see what's out there. Uh, People will shoot you with the real talk uh, as to what it is and what it isn't. uh, And, uh, you know, make your decision on if this is something you would actually enjoy. Because that's the thing is that I want it to be something that you would enjoy. Why would you pay all this money and come out and do this and then hate every second of it, right? So... That's where I, that's who I think this is not for. Also, people who don't like fun. <laughs> also, those people. Absolutely. Look, we don't make the rules, but that's one of the rules, okay? And if you don't like fun, then you're not going to like Then don't come. You're not going to like this race. Save your money. Uh, definitely sign up for, for something else because this is, this is not, this is not for you. This is not for you. <laughs> well, and the whole All reason right. it's not for me is just... Like I said, the running in the parks, that part is great. Seeing the characters, that part's great. I Training at home is not. <laughs> training is hard. Yeah, I fixed that. Right, yes. <laughs> but you, fi- oh, you fixed that because now you train right. at Disney. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, Jane's training route is the boardwalk. So she like, she gets to go and run at Disney all the time because she lives two seconds from there. Anywho, uh, for those of us... <laughs> For those of us that don't do that, uh, the training the training is the hard part. I, I agree, Teresa. That's 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 what I struggle with. That's that's why I also am quote unquote retired from longer distances because I didn't have the drive or the interest to putting in the training that is needed to to respect those miles and to do those miles properly. So, uh, yeah, that's where I am there. I don't know why why run Disney, Jane. What is it about this these races that keep us coming back we've already talked about how terrible they are i mean they're so crowded and the weather is awful half the time too by the way because it's florida fyi uh you think you're gonna run in january and it's gonna be amazing and it might 
but I've I've cheered at a marathon weekend where I had to remember when I had to borrow the jacket from you because I didn't have one. <laughs> I do, because that was one of my dopies. <laughs> yes, it was one of your dopies. I had to borrow a jacket and scarf and hat. And why, do, why does Jane have those items? She lives in Florida. Well, she used to live in New York. And so I was like, do you happen I to do. have anything left over from New York, New York days to keep me warm? And she's like, yes, I got you. But uh, I have cheered in like 29 degree weather, right? It's It's been freezing out there. And then this year, I was in a tank top and flip-flops because it was 80 something degrees on that marathon weekend. So again, Florida kind of can be a jerk when it comes to weather. And you also don't know until like the day before what's going to happen because Florida. Um, so yeah, why, why do we keep doing this? Why, why do we like it so much? What is it? Cause it's Disney. <laughs> well, it is. And I, but I think for me it's, it's Disney and it's also, it's the people it's, it's this, I mean, I, I didn't meet Teresa through Ren Disney. However, I met Teresa in a roundabout way through Twitter, through Twitter parties that used to happen, and through Chrissy, who yep. you've mentioned a couple <laughs> of times, who was somebody that I did meet very early on in my Ren Disney uh, obsession career. And then obviously, you know, there's Jane, there's, there's just so, so many of my friends that I can just trace back, and people that have meant so much to me and have supported me over the years in a variety of different ways. And just people, I mean, you know, big or small, sometimes it's just fun to follow their lives on Facebook or on Instagram. And even that, like there's a connection, right? You know, so I think that's why Ren Disney for me, I keep coming back to it. It's the Disney community. And it's just like you said, I guess your answer is right. It's because it's Disney. Well, yes, it's the Disney community, though. I feel like there's community with Ren Disney. I've run in other cities and doing races in those other cities. I like it because you get to see the cities by foot. And sometimes you get to see neighborhoods or areas that you otherwise wouldn't have had on your sightseeing list. But when you come to Disney, not only do you get to see backstage areas that you otherwise wouldn't get to see, you're running through your happy place. So for me, it's just coming down here. It puts two things I love, puts them together. I get to see cool parts of the park I don't get to see. And really that camaraderie, like everyone comes to run Disney. And once you start running over and over, you make friends on course and everyone comes back to these races over and over and over again. And I will tell you, I love one of the races in Nashville, but trying to get everybody to sign up every year to go to Nashville is like, oh, well, there's other cities. I could do other things, you know. That you don't get that with Disney. You're like, hey, you want to come run run Disney? And it's like, okay, which weekend are we going? <laughs> That's actually a very good point. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, now we're all going to go for Teresa's birthday. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's, I don't know, that's, that's, that's the basics as to what we like about it, what the problems are with it, uh, how you can get registered for Run Disney. I don't know, just kind of the whole general Run Disney rundown, if you will. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, Teresa, any other questions? Anything else that is like, you know, scorchingly important that you need answered in this podcast? Speaking of scorching. Um, I know there were some very strong reactions to something that Disney announced recently. Um, I think it's Club Run Disney. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, my. Again, speaking of the internet being dramatic. <laughs> what? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, this is me, happens. like, being a non-runner and not being in these running communities. I'm like, if I even know about this, then there is, there is a lot going on here. Yeah, yeah. So... To talk about this, uh, by the way, this Club Run Disney goes on sale tomorrow. We're recording this on a Monday. You're going to be listening to it probably on a Wednesday or Thursday. And uh, it's going to go on sale between the time of us talking about it and the time of it actually happening. Uh, so first of all, Jane, what is Club Run Disney? Club Run Disney is a an add-on club that um, a runner can join there's several different levels and what Disney has done is they've decided to offer some swag 
think you get a jacket, right? Is that you get a jacket and a magnet and they're going to do a special virtual race, which for those of you who don't know what a virtual race is, that's you get to run in your own neighborhood, but earn a super cool Disney medal. So they have different levels in this club membership and you get early registration in some of them. And the very, very top tier level offers you what are those benefits that they offer you? I know one of them is preferred corral placement. Yes. That seems to get everybody going. Which everyone's so excited about. <laughs> that, that is the, the most drama-inducing, pearl-clutching um, issue out of all of this. So, so yes, there are three different levels for Club Run Disney. There is silver, there's gold, and there's platinum. So in the silver level, you get those things that Jane mentioned originally, um, the 10K, the jacket, the magnet, and you get a membership card, okay? Uh, then when you move up to the gold membership... Oh, there's a card? There is- oh, now I'm sold. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> All right, now. All right. Uh- <laughs> hey, at least I, I will get a magnet. <laughs> That I that they won't send exactly. me it as a pass holder. Pass holder magnets, but you can get one from Club Run Disney if you sign up, Teresa. <laughs> uh, um, so at the gold membership level, you get all of those things. Uh, plus, you also get um, oh, and they also are going to give everybody a, a little designation on your bib, so your bib will be special too. So you'll stand out on the course that you're a Club Run Disney member. Um, and then the gold level is the next level up, and this big thing that they're dangling out there is that you get a guaranteed opportunity to purchase one spot in the half marathon or greater distance each race weekend through an early registration process. I think for some people, that's actually not a bad thing. And I'll explain why in just a minute. I think I think that literally could be worth it. Hold on, let me explain. Don't don't go, ah! but uh, because that's usually what happens online. Um, but and then the the final membership level is the platinum uh, membership, and so you get all of those things. You do get that extra availability of being able to uh, book the one race, whatever. You also get an expo experience. There's going to be a special club run Disney lounge uh, with packet pickup is going to be special for you there, and then um, early access to run Disney merchandise. Uh, it does look like they are adding that as well. It looks like there may also be, it says entertainment offerings. I'm guessing a special meet and greet, you know, that you can take a picture with the character. Uh, And the biggie in this platinum level is that there's an upgraded corral placement. That is literally the only wording on there is upgraded corral placement. They have not explained what that means. I do not think Ren Disney is going to take somebody who should be in the very last corral and bump them all the way up to the front corral because they are a platinum member. I don't think that's what the intention is, but but I also don't want to speculate on what what is actually going to happen because they haven't told us yet, right? There's no details on that. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on sale tomorrow. And by the time this airs, we may discover that it sold out immediately, that everybody who said, no way I'm going to spend my money on that, they all were liars <laughs> and they all bought it <laughs> and it's sold out on all levels. And, you know, hey, it could happen. It could happen. I I kind of hope that happens. I, I kind of, I, I, I will, let me just tell you, tomorrow's going to be a good day to be on Facebook, okay? Um, <laughs> to be on the internet. Um, because I, I do think people are going to be curious enough for this first year that I, I think there's folks out there that are going to see some benefit and they're going to put some money down and they're going to, they're going to buy into it. As far as, I think that what you get your biggest bang for your buck for is going to be the gold membership. And here's why. If you are somebody who, uh, say, lives locally or is a DBC member. So you don't need to pay for a hotel room like through me, right? You can't get early bib registration because you don't want to pay for two nights hotel stay. Uh, this club, Club Run Disney gives you a couple of nice little swag items, but it also gets you the availability to book your bib without stress, without worry, and without concern about a sellout, right? 
Again, as we've already discussed, that's really not happening quickly right now, so I don't know how much of that is a need. However, I can tell you as somebody who who books clients and talks to people who are concerned about that, that is a concern for some people. And I have a couple of DVC members who will book with me for those two nights stay just to be able to lock their bib in early because they don't want to worry about general registration. And so they go ahead and they pay for the two night stay. Well, doing the math, paying the $478 is once versus paying that every race weekend for hotel rooms, right? Makes sense to them. So I could see in very limited situations where doing math, it actually, you come out ahead by becoming like a gold member. I'm not seeing it from a platinum membership level. I I think the things that are being offered are kind of nice, but like who hangs out at the expo enough to like, want to be in a club lounge to get benefit out of that i mean not me i don't even want to go to the expo Uh, yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know i i am curious like i said i'm curious to see how this all plays out and how well attended that club lounge actually is because i feel like if they were offering like a race retreat you know a runner square as part of your package for every race I could see runners taking advantage more of that than I see them hanging out at the expo. And then upgraded crowd placement is a whole other thing that, oh, that could be, who knows? Who knows? I I will say I'm sure Ren Disney is paying attention to all those discussions because they do do that. Um, and I'm sure they're very much aware on how runners feel about paying for an upgraded corral placement. Uh, spoiler alert, they don't think it's fair and they don't think it's right and they're pretty mad about it. <laughs> So we will have to see when the details come out, what exactly that ends up looking like. I'll be curious. I'll be curious. It will be interesting. Uh, Jane, are you going to sign up for Club Run Disney? Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> same. <laughs> That's a hard no. I'm just going to watch it all yeah. from the sidelines. Oh, yeah. Same, same. I, it just doesn't, there's nothing, even in the lowest membership, um, nothing that I I feel I need <laughs> to, to pay for it. So um, it's not, yeah, that it, it did not, it wasn't something that I was even remotely tempted by. Uh, so yeah, there's that. There is that. All right. All right. So we're going to wrap this one up and I'm going to go get on the treadmill since I can't run the 5k on Friday like I wanted to. I might as well go and get that done now because somehow, some way it will make me feel part of the running community. I know. Everybody cry for me. Uh, First world problems. First world problems. Uh, Anyway, yeah. That's what we got about Run Disney. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you have any needs, if you are interested, obviously, in more learning more about the Run Disney product, there's an entire blog, noguiltdisney.com. That's that's what it's there for. That's primarily what it's about is Run Disney stuff. So definitely go take a look there. If you are looking for anything specific that you need questions answered to, reach out to me. You can find me anywhere on the internet, also through the blog. And I am happy to try to help you out, answer those questions. And of course, if you're looking to book a race weekend or you want to know when to book outside of the races and you want help doing that, I am your girl. So let me know. And you can find me, uh, you can send me an email at noguilttravel at gmail.com. And join us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast. As Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.